Get ready to be inspired. So many people have touched the lives of others, sometimes without even knowing it. Could you be one of those people? Welcome to Your Why with host, the CEO of Breakthrough SEO Marketing, Nalinia Varinas. Today, you'll hear some stories of people who have touched others in a positive way and show you how you can do the same. Now, here is Nalinia Varinas. Hello and welcome. It's great having you listening to us today. I'm your host, Nalinia Varinas, and you are listening to Your Why. Connect with me on LinkedIn, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and view my website at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. With us today to talk about strength and humility and life decisions is our honored guest, Dr. Daniel Hoover. He can be reached at info at soma.org, S-O-H-M-A dot O-R-G. But before we begin our conversation, I just want to highlight a few things about Dr. Daniel Hoover. Dr. Hoover is CEO and founder of SOMA Integrative Health Center based in Long Beach, California. He has a rare combination of skills and knowledge. He's a doctor of chiropractic, licensed acupuncturist, master herbalist, fifth degree black belt in Shaolin Kenpo, and the chief Tai Chi Chuan instructor at the School of Healing Martial Arts, which is a trademark name. Dr. Hoover founded Soma Integrative Health Center on the premise of providing exceptional patient-centered health care services that combine ancient wisdom with modern practices and research. Further, this integrated approach is analogous to the interrelationship between yin, the healing energy, and yang, martial energy. The yin branch of the center is the Soma Integrative Health Clinic, which provides chiropractic, acupuncture, eastern medicine, and herbal pharmacy. The yang branch is the school of healing martial arts. Thank you, Dr. Hoover, for joining us today. I'm excited to learn from you about your life uh, experience and the many events in your life that have helped you shape your philosophy of how you live your life and how you transform lives of others. Can you tell us first a little bit more about Soma Integrative Health? Sure. Yeah. Good morning, Nalini, and thank you for having me. Soma Integrative Health actually stands for School of Healing Martial Arts, and I thought that since the, a large part of my martial arts experience is, is what sparked my interest in the healing, I would combine the two. So today, the way we practice, most of the patients that come through with various uh, diseases in their body and challenges, we integrate some martial arts principles and practices such as Tai Chi Chuan. A common thing that comes into our office are low back, hip, knee, ankle injuries, and we'll use Tai Chi as part of the rehabilitation to reestablish balance and corrective care for those areas. Excellent. So, and I know you also, not only do you use martial arts in your studio, but you have a martial arts session, which is free to the public on Sunday mornings. And you have told me that 
There have been scores of people who show up, and they show up because they know that it's there, it's free, and they get a great workout with a great view because all of you are on the top of Signal Hill, which is which rises high above Long Beach. So it's a great, great view. But I know that you also transform people's lives and have them have a bigger view of themselves while you hold these sessions Sunday mornings. Tell us about how you started having these sessions on top of uh, Signal Hill. Sure. How that all started. It's, it's interesting how we're just guided sometimes in our lives. I, it, it was, in a way, you could say by accident, although I don't believe there are accidents, but just for the sake of the story, it's kind of fun. Um, I was looking to expand my Tai Chi practice and found a local meetup um, and began practicing with that um, in that Tai Chi class and the instructor noticed right away that I had a lot of experience and he had me help the other students. So I became an assistant instructor right away. Shortly after that, he was no longer able to make the commute and continue that pre- that class and asked me if I would be open and willing to continue teaching that class and that I could pick any part in Long Beach. So I said yes and I thought of one of the best parks I could think of, which was Signal Hilltop Park. Excellent. And then the word got out that it was being held. You almost have, um, you have a very loyal following, and the followership is growing, I understand. Tell us about some of the people who come to those classes. Sure. Well, one of the things I love about Long Beach is it is very diverse. In fact, it's one of the most ethnically diverse cities in the United States. So um, every um, race, orientation, culture, religion, all types of people are there. The average uh, student there, I would say, age ranges from really between 25 and 80. It's a great mix. And we have um, a couple there now that they bring their baby and the baby's wrapped up and the dad does the Tai Chi with, with the, the baby and uh, held against his chest. Sometimes people bring their kids. I've seen um, a few people bring their, their dog and they're, and they're doing Tai Chi while they're holding the dog on the leash. It's just a really fun, open class. And... It sounds like they're connecting with people who are important with them through the exercise. Otherwise, holding dogs and babies close and making the moves that you guide them through as they're harmonizing with the universe. Is that fair to say? I think that's a a very nice way to put it. Um, what, What we do in the class is we start off by doing a, um, some qigong exercises to warm us up. That's where we get the energy moving in, um, throughout our muscles, musculoskeletal system, our meridians, and all of our cells. And then we move into the tai chi form, and we do it all together the first time, one by one. I have several other instructors around so that they can follow them as well. And then we break into a um, few small learning groups so they can have some individualized attention. And then what I like is at the very end of the class, we do the form one last time together, and I ask everyone to think about their why. Why are you de- doing Tai Chi? What brings you to Tai Chi? And focus on that now. This last time that we're going to practice as a group is for you. Connect to that. 
Don't worry about what other people are doing or if they're looking at you. It's your, your opportunity to tune in. And I even say, if you're so new to this and you don't even know what the next move is, have fun with it. You can add to the art and make up your own Tai Chi move. It doesn't matter. Just flow. And then we, and then we do the form one more time. Afterwards, we uh, have tea, um, a customized tea made every, um, every class. And then we get to talk, get to know each other, network. It's, um, it's a really, really nice way to settle in and get ready for the, the upcoming week. Sounds like very profound and meaningful work and fun. Uh, during those sessions with your students, I imagine it, it is. Have, yeah. Great. Uh, what are some of the interesting comments that have come out of those classes? If you could share some of them. Sure. Um, one that comes to mind is there was a lady who came and wanted to just uh, get healthier. She had plantar fasciitis, that uh, where there is uh, inflammation at the bottom of the foot and was concerned about blood pressure, both of which subsided after just a, a matter of weeks, maybe a month or two. I, I don't recall because she'd been coming for so long. But she kept telling me these things were getting better. Uh, people come afterwards and they just say, thank you. You know, this is great. This is a, um, you could just see they're inspired. They've connected to something. I'd like to think it's some sort of a reset for them or reminding them the the bigger picture, we get caught up in the rat race, you know, our day-to-day lives and, and being on top of that hill, I think it changes our perspective. And then when we do that inner work where we're literally moving all the energy in our body, things shift, things release, and you could just see it in their eyes. Can't think of any particular comments at this time, but that's the, the feeling I get. Yes, they're they're about a thousand feet up, so it's it's really not a <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a small mountain mm-hmm. with a great view of the ocean yeah. and the sky. It, yeah, it's you can really see yeah, you, you clear your head and just be in a different space. I know by having been there myself, and then moving together in unison mm-hmm. creates connectivity and. You're in a different space, and especially moving with someone who is who's so dedicated and caring. You do this though for a deeper reason, I think. Is can you comment on that? Sure. Um, the deeper reason you speak of, I may not even be fully aware of, but um, what I am aware of is that. <clears throat> It's an opportunity for me to pay it forward. Um, I was fortunate enough to learn from um, my first and primary Tai Chi master, Master Tom, who taught me Tai Chi for free at this temple, and I wanted to be able to pay it forward. Um, I think community service is very important. I absolutely uh, get a lot out of it. And, and one of the things I get out of it is seeing what others are getting out of it. It's just, it, just to give you an idea of the impact it has, and this is why I say the deeper reason I'm not fully aware of, is when I was getting ready to start my practice, I was 
um, being recruited into a sports medicine residency. People were saying, well, maybe you should start your practice, which is what I always wanted to do. And then several of the students came to me and said, well, why don't you do both? Why don't you combine what you're doing up here with Tai Chi and then your other martial arts training and, and practice and combine it? And so I did. And out of that, I've been able to reach many people. A lot of students end up becoming patients that wouldn't have normally gotten the conservative care that we that we offer. Uh, there are a handful of students that were going to get a surgery that they ended up not needing. So this goes beyond the Tai Chi class, and it's just very inspiring to me that by simply giving a little, it opens up for so much to be received by everyone who participates. Very nice. Thank you, Dr. Hoover. It's now time for a break. Okay. Please continue listening in, and we'll see you on the other side of our break. This is your why. Thank you very. Thank you, and we'll talk to you later. Talk to you soon. Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay per click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and Powerful Conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations, live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. That's N-E-L-I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. This is Nalina Varinas, and you're listening to Your Why. We are honored to have Dr. Hoover as our guest, and we were talking about the sessions that he holds Sunday mornings at 9.30 at Signal Hill. If you want to join him there, just bring your, ten- your 
comfortable clothes and show up at 9.30, Signal Hill. And he'll take you through the paces and you will be transformed, I guarantee you. Alrighty then, so Dr. Hoover, we were talking about Signal Hill and the sessions that you have there on Sunday mornings, but let's take you back to how you envisioned having the practice that you have today where you are touching so many people's lives, not just through your martial arts, but also through who you are as a human being. You genuinely, and I know you, do genuinely care about all of your patients. And there are some who might have had illnesses that prevented them from doing what they dreamed of doing. Can you tell us a little bit about some of your your patients and how you've been able to help them? Sure. Um, well, there's so many to talk about, but I'll, I'll say just to start to give you an idea of what what we see is I, I see anything from infants to people who are in their 90s with um, challenges ranging from congenital anomalies that they were born with to traumatic injuries from like a car accident or a, a fall from rock climbing, for example. Some of the things I've feel blessed to have participated in the healing of is people that have asthma have stopped using their inhalers multiple or they've reduced it a lot there we've had a patient that was addicted to opiate pain medication for over 15 years and after about a month and a half of care completely stopped taking all their pain medication one case I'm very proud of is there was a spinal cord injury where the patient was unable to uh, move their legs and feel their legs. And after about a month, month again, month and a half, uh, they not only were able to start moving some of the muscles in their legs, were able to start crawling and have the return of some of their deep tendon reflexes. These are some uh, neurological reflexes. And there's some emotional releases, too. I, I Sometimes when I, I see someone is a um, little, little tense and, and there's some, some, uh, some emotion, something going on in the background, I'll let them know that, you know, uh, after an adjustment or when we, when we needle, it's common and, and normal for emotions to release. It's almost like that gives them permission. And there's been several times I've, I've done an adjustment in the cervical spine or I've needled an emotional point. Uh, on the body, and there is a release of tears, tears of joy, tears of relief, uh, laughter. So um, I work, work on multiple levels with the patients, and it just, it just really varies on what they need. My goodness, I, I feel your gentility and um, your humbleness through your description of the work that you're doing, but it's very touching. Would you be able to Tell us a little bit more about the spinal cord injury patient. What, a little bit of the type of treatment you took him through or her through, and just a little bit more detail about that so we can get a sense of what it was like for them under sure. your care. Yeah. 
so um, spinal cord injury basically means anything downstream from that from the point of the injury uh, will not work um, at 100% or at all. So the um, the injury was somewhere in the thoracic spine. I want to be too specific, but um, so from down uh, going downstream from there, most of those nerves went to the legs, and so the legs weren't able to work properly. So first of, of all, I, I did an assessment, and uh, in fact, this person wasn't even even able to get to my clinic. So I I drove to this person's home and did the evaluation there. I like to start with as conservative care as possible, see how the person um, responds to care. So I started with acupuncture, and there was a strong reaction at first, and I think it's because they weren't getting care at all. The the spine was fused, and they just sent this person home and didn't tell them what to do, how to rehabilitate themselves. So after just a few sessions of acupuncture, we started to notice that some of the muscles started to fire a little bit more. And I believe that's because just to give the people who aren't familiar with acupuncture a little context, with acupuncture, we use specific needles, uh, um, excuse me, we use needles at specific points of the body that help facilitate the chi or energy or life force in our body. Our body has an innate ability to heal itself. It's a self-healing, self-organizing organism. So uh, essentially, I'm playing traffic controller with the needle. And that helps to stimulate the body's ability to heal and optimize uh, some of the injury in the spinal cord. Uh, obviously, nerves are one of the slowest things to heal, so it took some time. After we started to see some progress, I suggested that we start to do some manipulation above and below the injury to the spine so that we could take the pressure off the nerves. Uh, whenever we get into some sort of trauma, the bones shift a little bit or a lot causing pressure on the nerves. And again, anything um, downstream from that nerve will be affected. And that's when we really started to see the synergistic um, effect and the legs started moving more powerfully and uh, there were some um, urinary and lower bowel issues that started to improve as well. You have completely transformed someone's life there and enabled them to be able to walk again. So tell us about their life today. Well, um, I would like to think and hope that they may. Um, Circumstances changed, so I wasn't able to continue working with this individual. Um, And uh, the thing that I am most hopeful about is that this individual was able to find hope. This person um, shared with me the importance of feeling cared for and someone really taking an interest in their well-being. And we, we got her in the short period of time to be able to crawl uh, along with a few other things. I hope this individual continues on. So that's as far as I can take that. Oh, but my gosh, the, um, the tremendous joy that uh, she must have held, felt and the hope that you speak of uh, is powerful. I'm thinking it, and she would. I'm thinking that she would feel the same. If I were in that situation, I think I definitely would. And gratitude and kudos to you for your dedication and your work with that one individual, changing her life. 
Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the person who took a a fall? I'm I'm sorry. Would a, you mind the person who that took question? a fall was um, fell from oh, rock climbing. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this was, if, if I recall correctly, it was over a twenty foot falls between twenty and thirty feet. If I remember correctly, it was it was up there where it was close to a a lethal fall where. Uh, uh, usually over 30 feet, there is a high chance of uh, fatality. And after ruling out fracture, which this person was very fortunate, they, weren't, um, they didn't have any bones broken, I helped uh, them to, to heal as fast as possible so they can get back to, to uh, rock climbing. The thing <laughs> is, I, the way I look at it is the body's always trying to heal. I'm simply stepping in to facilitate that process and guide that person, giving them feedback. Okay, so let's do this. Don't do that yet. You know, the body heals in phases. So I guided them. And, and also what I remember most about this individual, they got some reassurance. Of, I, I like the saying, a problem well stated is a problem half solved. Meaning if we get a good diagnosis, now we know, okay, this is where you are. It, we just need to do this, this, and that to get there. And I saw that person really relax and, and, and move out of that space of fear once I was able to educate him about where he was. And, you know, in, in a short, relative short period of time, he's back to play, not just climbing, all kinds of fun things he likes to do. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. We have time for one more vignette. If is there someone or a case that stands out in your mind as really being something that you're especially pleased to be able to enable? Absolutely. And this one is from yesterday, so that's why it just pops in my mind. Patient comes in for uh, chronic low back pain. We did a re-exam yesterday, and we have a bunch of things they can check off that has improved. Not only in uh, two months has the back pain and problem resolved 80% according to this patient, they noticed that their digestion improved. I, I asked, well, what do you mean by that? How has your digestion improved? They used to take a heartburn medication daily and now only takes it up to one time per week. So this, this really is meaningful to me because it's increasing the person's quality of life. They don't have to be relying on as many drugs and, and that just that happened yesterday. Sounds like there are days when you have a patient that you're, every, your work must be tremendously satisfying for you to be able to help people in a non-invasive way to use their, help yeah. them use their bodies the way that um, can help them improve their quality of life. It really is. Yes. So do you have... I like the word, the phrase that you just said, um, uh, the something well-diagnosed is... Mm-hmm. A problem well-stated mm-hmm. is a problem half-solved. Problem well-stated is a problem half-solved. Fantastic. All right. Well, we're uh, ready for um, another break. And... We will see you in a couple minutes. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay-per-click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show, Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. No matter what your current situation is, you have a unique story to your life. It's a dynamically changing story that requires constant adjustments to lifestyle and environment. That includes your home. As you continue to enhance your living space, you are also making overall improvements to increase the value of your home. Join Laura Minniff each Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time for dynamic insights for your home environment on the Voice America Variety Channel. And start living now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalinya at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. That's N-E-L-I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. I'm your host, Nalina Varinas, and you are listening to Your Why. And we are honored to be speaking with Dr. Hoover, who's a doctor of chiropractic and a martial arts expert. He's got five black belts. I'm just really honored to have him on the show. We were talking about some of his patients and how he has been able to help them improve the quality of their lives and how satisfying that is for him. He's a dedicated practitioner, martial artist, philosopher, who goes out of his way to help people. But I wanted to find out, and I hope you do too, how he shaped the way he is. So, Dr. Hoover, can you tell us about some of the events in your life that that spurred you into this direction of helping people so devotedly as you do today? Sure, I'd be happy to. And this is something I haven't really shared with too many people which is kind of exciting. Excuse me. So I think a lot of what shaped me was my early childhood. Um, I was adopted at the age of two. 
So you can imagine how traumatic that could be to a little boy being moved from foster home to foster home until he landed into the home where he would finally grow up. And this shaped me in many ways because in that transition, I was scared. I would have nightmares. But the Hoover family that adopted me was so kind and loving. And I remember, and it was for um, a couple of years at least, I think, my, my dad would wake me up when I would have a nightmare and just sit me in his lap and, and you know, rub my back and, and talk to me and love me. And, and then one night, after being reassured over and over, I finally literally and figuratively beat the monster in my dream. I got the courage to deal with that. And I settled into this is my family. I'm unconditionally loved and embraced it. And I remember just one day when I was about five years old or so, I was just this normal, happy child. And that had a profound impact on me because I noticed early on friends uh, would have a problem and I'd be like, why don't you just deal with it? And I didn't realize I had this really powerful advantage very early on that I was forced to deal with my problems, the deepest problems to the smallest problems right away. I had to, to survive. And that has enabled me to deal with problem after problem as it, as it would show up rather than, I think a lot of us, we just kind of brush them under the rug. So I think that was the first thing. And the second thing is truly being unconditionally loved has, has an impact on, on you. And, and I started to see that I wasn't the only one who was loved and raised with the values that I was raised with. So I wanted to share that in any way that I could because I feel that this love is abundant and available to all of us. As a result, I feel I was always guided either internally and or externally towards a place that would uh, um, enable others to live a fully expressed, accepted life. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that very touching story about your life. And I uh, couldn't help but be compassionate for you as a two-year-old dealing with life and for three years until you landed with the Hoover family who was unconditionally loving of you. That takes a lot of courage, I think. But between the ages of two and five to realize that you were the master of your life and take control of it even though you may have been feared fearful at some t- at times do you remember and yet you had the love of your your father do you remember times where well were there specific Situations where this really came home to you, the fact that you had to make decisions and that you realized the repercussions on your life that your decisions would have. Are there one or two or three events that come to mind? Are you, I'd like to clarify the question a little bit. Are you asking sure. if there, there were uh, specific times that I remember that I had to make a decision that led me in the direction where... To uh, where I am now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. 
it, I just, think most of those decisions happen sh- shortly after high school. You know, as kids, we're just we're, we're funneled along through the public school system, most of us at least. So I did that and had a great time. I'm so grateful. I had a wonderful time in um, middle school and high school. Played on the volleyball team and was in drama for four years. And I was recruited to a couple of colleges for volleyball. But um, when I went to the, the, the college that had the best offer to be on the team, I realized they practiced about twice as much as we did in high school. And I was like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. It's no longer fun if I have to practice four days a week for, I think it was four hours or something like that. So I um, stepped away for college, from college for a period of time, and I wanted to act. And you know, it was so sweet. This was one of those defining moments. My grandmother offered to pay my, for my books while I was in college, right out of high school. And it took me a lot of courage to tell my grandma, I was like, Grandma, I'm kind of not going to go to college and I want to pursue a career in acting. And you know what she said without hesitation? Okay, honey, I'll just put that money from for your books towards your headshots. <laughs> so oh, that's so tough. That was, that's so great. <laughs> yeah. A defining moment because, again, there's that unconditional love and, and that really just encouraged me, okay, whether the acting works out or whatever, my family supports me and I can move powerfully forward into that direction. So as you probably know by my bio, the acting career didn't fully pan out. So I, uh, I did want to go back to college and I needed to find a way to put myself through college so I wanted to learn a skill that would help pay my way through college. And I had gotten a lot of feedback about massage. I was good with my hands. And so I, I thought, well, maybe I'll, I'll become a massage therapist. And, mm-hmm. and so I did. You know, it's a short period of time, relatively short. Go through that vocational program and became a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. And were there special assignments that you thought were particularly fun? Yes, there were. Uh, So fun, I almost lost sight of why I wanted to go to college. I I worked in a couple of chiropractic offices, and that's where, by the way, I was exposed to chiropractic and saw the power of, of this healing art. And I stepped out of that, jumped in with both feet, and said, I'm going to open my own massage, a mobile massage business, and I did. And it grew quickly, so quickly that I was fortunate enough to uh, land a couple of um, jobs where we were the massage company at, uh, at the Emmy Awards and the MTV Movie Awards in in, in the back, there's a you know sometimes they give the um, the actors and and the producers gifts. Well, we were one of those gifts, and that was great. I had a team of massage therapists. I was out there networking, and I don't know what happened, but just this one day, I was like, "This is fun, but it's superficial, and this isn't what I'm here to do." And I just I had a pop moment, and I was mm-hmm. like, "I want to continue learning the healing arts." And I called my dad that day, and I said, "Hey, Dad, I'm going to chiropractic school." He was like, all right, son. And, and, and that was a, a moment. And I, and I just let the business go. And I, I went full in went and did my pre-med and was fortunate to find a university here in Southern California that uh, offers both a, a dual degree 
both chiropractic and acupuncture Eastern medicine. And I remember going on campus with, with my dad at that time. And he was like, you know, this is the culmination of everything that you've done in your life with the martial arts, the massage. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That's, that's how I ended up and there. So that was a conscious decision and you fully, you had the full support of your family, which is outstanding, which, mm-hmm. as you said, powered you forward. I like that phrase. You were empowered and you felt power, powerful. Yeah, it and was, um, um, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of um, there's a lot of. You were thinking deeply about how you wanted your life to be, and you you mentioned that you thought that the massaging, even though as glamorous as it was, being uh, gifted during the Emmy Awards or the MTV Awards uh, to the different celebrities. That was fun, like that was glamorous, but yet it wasn't fully satisfying, and it seemed superficial. You strike me as a very deep and caring person, and that I think um, from your story seems to stem from your your parents with um, their unconditional love. Would you say that's a, an accurate statement? Absolutely. And I do want to just take a moment and say that uh, my mother taught me so much patience and love, and the grandmother that I was referring to was her mother. And just the overall acceptance I I felt from her was phenomenal because, you know, my dad gets a lot of credit for waking me up and sitting me in his lap when I was scared, but it was because I couldn't sit in my mom's lap. I was scared of my mom in the early years because she reminded me of my biological mother that, uh, and I was a little bit traumatized from that. And imagine being a mother, you adopt this child and, and it's, and, and this, this little boy scared of you. So mm-hmm. just for her to be able to work through that and still love me from a distance until she can get closer had a mm-hmm. profound impact on my development. Oh, tremendous! You mentioned that she had tremendous patience, and I think that's that part of that was what you're alluding to. Mm-hmm. She was patient in the developing of the relationship with you yeah. as her son. You got it. Oh, that's that's amazing! Truly amazing! And we need to take another break. Sorry to cut you off here, but we're going oh, to be oh. held in suspense. Until we come out on the other side. So you're listening to your why. This is Nolina Varinas. We're talking to Dr. Hoover. See you at the other side. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay-per-click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting Breakthrough.com 
www.seomarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at breakthroughseomarketing.com. That's N-E-L-I-N-I-A at breakthroughseomarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. This is Nalina Varinas, and you're listening to Your Why. We have the honor of having Dr. Hoover on our show with us today, and we've been talking about the many ways that he's been able to help people transform their lives. In this section, I'd like to visit with him and talk with him about the things that inspired him to pursue the work of his life, his life's work, and also some of the philosophies that he has about how he lives his life. And let's talk about the inspirations and also then about the the types of thinking that Dr. Hoover goes through as he begins his day. Dr. Hoover. Okay, so the things that go through my mind as I start my day. Mm-hmm. I gotta get out of bed. Come on, you can do it. Get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's a tough one for some. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a, a interesting question. There, there are a lot of things. I, I think I'd like to focus on the ones that are uplifting and lift me out of bed. Um, I, I uh, on the tougher mornings, I, I, I do remind myself about why I do what I do and I'm not getting out of bed for myself and my family. It's also for the people that I'm here to serve and support. Um, yeah, that's, and then let's see. And then, Can you um, uh, give me, is, help, help how, me out how do you make that? things happen in your life? What is it that drives you? Okay. Got it. What drives me is the feedback I've gotten from this amazing universe we live in. I really enjoy my life, and I it, sometimes I get sad because I, I really have enjoyed my whole life as a child, as an adult, adolescent, and I want to share that. And I found that there's a reason why I've enjoyed my life, and I think it's my purpose. And I think we all have a purpose that we can connect to. What I learned early on 
was that there is this internal guidance system that I believe we all have. It's as simple as right or wrong. We all know we've done something and we just didn't feel right about it, didn't feel good. But then you do something or you feel called to do something and then you act on it and you feel great. And then all these wonderful things start to happen because of that decision you made, because of the choice you made. And I feel like the blessings that I've had in my life are directly proportionate to me making decisions that are congruent with my purpose. And, um, and I like to share that with others. I like for other people to realize we can make a choice. Just because I choose to do a good deed today doesn't mean that I'm suddenly going to have this amazing business and find the partner of my dreams, but all these things have a compounding effect. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these conscious decisions connect us to something bigger than ourselves. I look Say for... Say more about that. Yeah, um... An example stands out in my mind. A lot of times people ask me, like, how are you able to do your business? How are you able to, you know, because I, I, I didn't come from a lot of money. And there was this time where I had a lot of uncertainty with my mobile massage business. I didn't know where my next paycheck was going to come. I remember being in my car, and the first of the month was tomorrow, and I did not have my rent. And I'm, I feel I, I'm pretty fiscally responsible, but when you're in your own business, you don't always have that security of a paycheck. And in this moment, I finally just surrendered and said, you know what? It's all going to be okay. And I just had trust in the universe. And within minutes of me just accepting that it was all going to be okay, I got a call that, not only, that was a job that not only took care of rent, but a lot more. And I took that as confirmation that someone or something was listening. And I try to keep myself open to signs, and I believe that there are um, higher energies, spirits. We all have different ways that we look at it. Um, in, in, the tra- in, in the Taoist philosophy that, that is very much related to traditional Chinese medicine, they call it the um, supreme ultimate life force in, in um, the Tao. It, it's the energy that animates all life. Some people mm-hmm. call, say, God, you, you, follow, you follow me, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. I, I think it's important to be connected to something higher than us, not just in prayer and thought, but indeed in action. And we need to have some time for meditation to listen. And listening, I truly feel, is the key. And Tai Chi has become that great listening tool for me. It allows me to take a step back and just listen. And that's where I get a lot of my inspiration. That's what helps me reconnect to my purpose. And that is what allows me to see other people having similar reconnections with their purpose, with their higher power, and, again, fine-tune their inner compass towards what it is that they're here to do. Excellent. And I, you also connect ancient healing arts with modern research. You connect bodily emotions with your mental thinking. There's a lot of connectivity that I'm sensing that happens throughout your life. Mm. And 
So in you're connecting with the universe and all the forces it has to offer that can help uh, reset our compass, as you say. Uh-huh. And uh, it, can you expand on that a little bit more? The connections that Absolutely. you make through time, yeah. physical versus mental, action versus what's, thought. Mm-hmm. What, what's fascinating to me is what, what I'm doing isn't much different than what happens in nature in a natural, sustainable environment. There are balances. And the more we align ourselves with the natural rhythm of nature, the more we have fluidity and flow and, and in our lives. And so I'm aligning my choices with, with what I perceive to be the interconnection of all living things. If you look Beautiful. at a growing plant, yeah, yeah. So, but you got it. It's just you, you can look at it in nature. Um, what's the difference between a healthy plant and an unhealthy plant? Mm-hmm. And um, and you'll find the answer there. Oh, well, tell us about it. <laughs> what is the difference? <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> well, um, here's the interesting thing. Um, if you have unhealthy plants around a healthy plant, that healthy plant will start to become unhealthy. If you give a plant everything it needs, oxygen, water, fresh air, and, and an, enough of a breeze to make it stronger, it will thrive. And so will the plants around it. Um, but we also know that a rotten apple can spoil the bunch. So we want to have a, a balance of taking out the weeds in our garden, keeping, keeping the, dis, the, the unhealthy plants away while nourishing the plants that we are, are nourishing our garden so it can be healthy for the, the plants around it. So it speaks to community. It speaks to the individual. It speaks to boundaries of having healthy relationships. Um, it's just fascinating to me. And we get our chi. We get our energy from the plants, right? Where do we get our carbohydrates? There's this connection. We want to eat healthy plants. We want to breathe healthy air. Yes, absolutely. And health a healthy, long life to all of us. Thank you, Dr. Hoover, for sharing very important facets of your life. You have enriched us with your work and your words, and I'd love to be updated on your ongoing efforts. For me, every show is meaningful because people matter, and when individuals go out of their way to help someone else, I think we should take notice and learn. Next week, our guest will be Brian Chow, We'll talk about connecting, networking, and growing both personally and professionally. Tune in again next Friday at 8 a.m. I'm your host, Nolina Varinas. Until next time, be great. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week. Listen for another edition of Your Why with Nolina Varinas next week. We're here every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go start the next chapter of your legacy.